This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 368 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Standard breads and Pilates for equestrians. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Uncle Jimmy's and Easy Signs Online. We have Jennifer Cotillo with us, author of the DVD series called Improve Your Riding Through Movement. And she gives us some exercises to do before you ride. And we have Helen Gregory, and she's going to tell us about her amazing standard bread JB. Plus, this week's Tack and Habit solves a shedding problem. Welcome to the stable school. With weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hail or high water while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for stable school. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenda Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, good day, Helena. Good day. What are you down under? Yeah, that's what well, I actually was. We did our first Australian episode on horses in the morning this morning. So that's awesome. I had all those Aussie accents all for an hour and a half. Yes. Which, by the did. way, I, I absolutely love listening to those accents. I know you do. You get, a little, you get a little gaga. I just off sat there that. and listened to these women with their pretty accents. So lovely. Oh, you're so cute. It was lovely. Hey, I have an announcement to make real quick before we get into the meat of the show. Uh-huh. And I don't think you know this yet, but uh, September the 30th is International Podcasting Awareness Day, and we have been invited to go down and do our live show, Horses in the Morning, uh, at the Disney World Stables at uh, Disney World at uh, right outside of Magic Kingdom at Fort Wilderness. We're going to be there, and we're going to do our show live from the Disney World Stables. Uh, Wendy's coming up, and her boyfriend Kyle and Jennifer and I are going down, and we're going to go down the day before, and we're going to do the trail ride all through uh, all through the the area there that they have their trail ride with, and then we're going to we're going to hang out with the carriages at night, and then the next morning we're going to do our show. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. This is a bucket list item, and they don't do this. I don't know that anybody's ever done this actually at the stables before. So, um, we, 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 I think that uh, they were very excited about having us come down, and they're taking care of all the technology stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. It's been on my bucket list to do a show from Disney, and now I get to do it. Dude, that's so cool. And it just happens to be it's on International Podcasting Awareness Day. So uh, I think it's neat. I think, well, you, you know what? We, we have the number one podcasting network for horses. We might as be the well, be the ones to do it from Disney, right? That's right. And that's your favorite place in the whole wide world. I know. And they have horses there for trail riding. They have the carriage horses. They give carriage rides at Fort Wilderness at night and a couple of the other resorts. And then they also have the draft horses that pull the trolley through Main Street. Street, uh, during, I think it's only in the morning and, and after, late, late in the day anymore, but a couple times a day. But uh, So we'll get to meet them all, and that'll be a lot of fun. Wow. 
And that's what day again? September 30th. So that'll be a Wednesday. Uh, we'll be going in on the 29th. And then uh, that Wednesday, we'll be uh, coming to you live on Horses in the Morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. I love it. Awesome. That was my exciting news. That's very so exciting news. You're kid. such a, like a geek. Kid. I'll have to wear my I have to wear my Mickey Mouse ears. And... <laughs> you are such a geek. <laughs> I can't help it. We love Disney. I know, I know, I know. And you Wendy's do. so excited. And Kyle, who never has ridden, I don't think, uh, has agreed to go on the trail ride. So He's never ridden? I don't think he's ever ridden, and he's really resisted. We had to talk him into doing this. And it, Wendy was like, look, if you can't ride one of the Disney horses, you're never going to ride. So it's like, yeah, even I'm going to ride, right? I mean, I think I could ride Well, they're Well, they're, they're basically, you know, they're, they're like professional trail, trail ride horses. horses. Trail to yeah, horses. They're so that's not fine. going anywhere. We're just walking. All right. 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 So <laughs> you got it. You made it sound a little dramatic there. For a yeah. Minute. No, I mean, if you can't ride one of those horses, you can't ride. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we're going to go in and do that. I'm so excited. So excited. So excited. <laughs> you were adorable. I Good. So that's what's going on here. Um, okay. Yep. And uh, we have some, uh, we also are going to have some announcements shortly of some new shows that are going to be hitting the airwaves. So wow, that'll be coming up as well. Lots of things going on here at the Horse Radio Network. And we have some some exciting news that is going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks that we can't talk about yet. But uh, things are going forward with that. I think you know what that is. Um, no, I don't. Yes, you do, but uh, we, we can't talk about it now. We have well, to keep is it secret. Secret. Oh, sure. Okay, secret. Right. I can keep a secret because I don't know. <laughs> what that's, right. that's, that's how we keep Helena from talking. Is we keep, oh, we, we just don't it's tell her. So true. It's so true. <laughs> that's we just don't tell her. They're like you know about it. I'm like I do. <laughs> One of the things you can count on with Helena is she's going to have forgotten the next day. Yeah, sure. So, so you never have to worry about her That is so she, true. She won't it is remember so true. anyway. <laughs> I know. I love you, Helena. I know, but still. Just, <laughs> I'm the bigger geek. All right, let's, why don't we head off to our first guest because we have a lot to do today. So yes, sir. Why don't, you, why don't you say her name? We have Jennifer Cotillo up next, and she is a movement expert. Oh. Don't you want to know what that is? <laughs> well, listen in because we're going to tell you. Jennifer has actually just released a series of DVDs called Improve Your Riding Through Movement. She is actually um, she, she actually is an expert in body movement, in movement and body re-education. She works primarily with equestrians who either want to improve their athletic performance or just want to enjoy riding without aches and pains. She's a certified core dynamics, Pilates, Equilates, and Belimo instructor. And she owns her own movement and Pilates studio just outside of Chicago. So she created this DVD series um, specifically designed to help riders. And it's great for riders of all disciplines. And the goal is to help you ride with more fluidity and ease. And I don't know who can't use more of those things. So um, let's hear from Jennifer and, and learn all about her specific brand of moving. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Well, Glenn, thanks so much for having me. Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, when I looked at uh, getting you on the show, I just recalled that I was just at Helena's house in Rhode Island. We were up there visiting, and she's been going to the beach and doing yoga. And uh, I thought... And Pilates. And Pilates. And I thought, is there any better place to do Pilates than at the beach? Nope. Well, only if you get sand in places that you shouldn't have it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a good point. 
So Jennifer- and that happens. That does happen. I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing. Actually, it doesn't happen. As I assume much as you, you think do you still would. put a mat down or do you do it right on the sand? Say, if you have a mat, you're probably good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all have mats. And, and you can always run problem. into the water. That's true. Yeah, That's yeah. True. no, it's not an issue. <laughs> well, Jennifer, you just uh, did a DVD series called Improve Your Riding Through Movement. And in our introduction, we kind of explained your credentials. So tell us, uh, do you think that this is a, a major problem? And what inspired you to do this series? Well, what inspired me to do this series goes back to when I was actually a kid and one of the most uncoordinated, clumsy, unathletic humans truly to ever be born on the planet. But for whatever reason, I was also born with the horse bug. Um, None of my family has it. Um, So I took riding lessons. I worked really hard. Eh, I was an okay writer as a kid, and then I stopped writing, uh, went to school, graduate school, and started writing again. And one day, somebody took a photo of me, and it was the quintessential photo you see in all the equitation books of a crooked writer. I mean, it was a disaster. (laughs) And I would have told you... Yeah, I would have told you that I was completely misshapen and did not have a left seat bump. just didn't exist. And my back hurt all the time, even not when I was riding. It just hurt and hurt and hurt. And I thought, you know, I have spent time and tears and money and good instruction, and my riding's not going anywhere. And I finally, I guess, was mature enough to go, it's your body, stupid. Um, And I just, I got very fortunate. It was very serendipitous. I found someone who was going through Pilates teacher training. And this was so many years ago that most people didn't even know what Pilates was. And so I was her guinea pig. And I didn't change my horse. I didn't change my riding instructor. I didn't change anything other than the Pilates. And my body got more balanced. It got straighter. It got stronger. And my riding kept getting better and better, and better, and I thought, oh my gosh, if Pilates can do this to my body, which truly is the most unathletic body on the planet, think of what it can do to more, I'll call average people, normal people that still have, you know, body issues, but a complete and utter wreck. So that's how I got into all of this. Um, so much so that I kind of gave up my my MBA corporate work and went, I want to be a Pilates instructor. I want to help people learn to do what they love to do with more ease and more fluidity and with less pain. And that's how it all started. You know, I this is it's amazing that that you're telling the story in exactly this way, because I just recently started to take Pilates classes. And the reason I did was because um, my better half's daughter decided to, um, I don't want to say walk away, but give up her corporate job. She's master's degree and um, she's a dietitian and nutritionist. And she, same thing as you, she discovered Pilates, through, you know, someone else who was taking a teacher training class and fell in love with mm-hmm. it. She also happens to be an equestrian. She rides a hunter and jumpers and um, competes in the mm-hmm. equitation rings and had said, I cannot believe that 
this is all I'm doing is Pilates and the change in my riding. So, of course, I'm like, oh, Pilates is so slow. You know, yoga gets you at least all zen so you can slow down and, and it's okay. But Pilates, right. for people with a lot of energy and, and who really like to move, it's a little bit challenging. It, it, so I did. You know and it, it is challenging in that respect. But, and- but wait, I don't want to turn people off. Keep listening because it's you realize very quickly. So after about four weeks of doing it, I realized very quickly that um, I was – it's actually, it's, it's just a slower body movement. You still get the same satisfaction of all of the movements, all the workout and the strength and the balance is ridiculous. And you don't have to, you don't have to bust the gut to do it. That's exactly. I found really interesting. You literally do not have to sweat like a freak show to get results. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, which is one of the reasons I finally liked it because I would have told you that I didn't like exercising in any way, shape, or form. Now you're in my territory. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, Glenn, I have stuff for you, too. Because I I do. Oh, no. I knew it was a mistake having her on. Jennifer, you're breaking up. (laughs) We have to go now. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say, what the reason I developed my DVD series, you notice that it does not have Pilates in the title. Um, I actually think that there are a lot of folks out there who can benefit immensely from what I would call see Pilates work or movement work. Um, you know, people, the majority of people in 20th and 21st century work only move their bodies in certain planes. You know, we walk always forward. We sit in a forward way. You know, if you watch little kids, little, little kids running around playing, you know, they're leaping around, they're pretending they're butterflies. They're, you know, their bodies are going in all different directions. And most, most adults don't run around pretending they're butterflies. However, what that does is your brain kind of goes, oh, you know, I thought my hip could rotate and go forward and back and side to side. That's what it was meant to do. But I've sort of forgotten how to do that. So there's a whole other field of the study that I've gone through that helps reconnect your brain and your body to the possibilities that it had when you were as, as if it were a child. So no matter if you've had an injury, if you've had a very sedentary lifestyle, if you've, um, you just are a couch potato, there are lots of very small, tiny movements. You don't need special clothes. You don't need a special Pilates instructor, although I highly recommend a good Pilates instructor. You don't need any of that stuff in order to feel better in your body, move better in your body, have less aches and pains, enjoy your life better, and the real bonus for me and all of these other equestrians is you ride better because you can follow the motion of your horse better. So that's what these DVDs are all about. And they each have two uh, workout segments. And the first segment in each of them is called the no excuses exercise. They're so easy. They take no brain, no muscle, no nothing you can watch TV, you can read a book, and you're just kind of moving around a little bit. And 
You didn't put my name before each of them in the DVD. Did you? you didn't say, Glenn, these are for you. I hope she not. should do a new exactly. one. That's just for, it should be the Glenn exactly. workout. I, you know, I, the Glenn workout, you know, and so I know, I know my own writing students, you know, sometimes I say to them, you know, they are so busy, you know, they're working full time. They barely have time to come out and ride their horse. And then someone says to them, well, you know, you really need to find another hour in your day to go to the gym and do this, that, and the other thing. And they, you know, they glaze over. (laughs) They just glaze over. So what my hope is, is that, you know, once people start to feel a little bit better by doing these DVDs and they go, oh, you know, I do feel better doing this. Perhaps I should go take a yoga class or go take a Tai Chi class or go take a Pilates class or just go for a walk. Have you seen a difference, Helena? How long have you been doing it? Uh, I've been doing it for about three months now. Uh, What is this, September? Actually, about uh, maybe four months now. Um, Yes, and I I will tell you the the greatest difference is in I, I can hold my half seat for a lot longer um, and a lot stronger. I used to have problems giving leg aids, clear leg aids, while I was in my half seat. Um, right. And so that is not a problem anymore because my core, my trunk is so balanced. Um, I have a, a much clearer awareness of my center of gravity so I can align it to my horse's center of gravity better. So this goes back to what Jennifer was saying. Um, I'm better able to go with the motion. Um I am not teetering left, right, forward, or backwards anymore. So, of course, I'm not hitting my horse in the mouth as often as I used to. Um, yes, I admit that. Um, what else? I have, you know, I've got a bum left knee. It, it just doesn't give my leg aids the way it used to. Since doing Pilates, it's not as much of an issue. Yeah. And, you know, um, your core, one of the main tenets of Pilates is to be able to use one part of your body and not have it cascade through the rest. So the whole idea of independent arm and legs, you know, um, a lot of riders, um, and Helena, it sounds like you used to be one of them. You know, if you move your right leg back, you know, your left shoulder goes up. Or Oh, or you I'm like a chicken the up there. Or whatever. Flapping right. and kicking and, so, and twisting. Yep. Yeah, and so one thing that Pilates is is paramount and crazy about is that I can do one thing with one body part and not have it affect anything else. You know, and also the more stable you are in your core, the less out of balance you will be, especially if your horse, you know, decides to try to exit stage right. You'll go with them as opposed to staying stage left and on the ground. So that ability, that that innate stability that Pilates gives you, along with the fluidity that some of this other work is is perfect for riding. I mean, riding is such an interesting sport to me because it's such a unique combination of mobility and stability, um, where there really isn't at least I don't think many other sports that do that. And then add on to it, you've got, if you go back to old Einstein, E equals MC squared, you're writing a big M. And their big mass can push you all over the place um, easily. So there really are tremendous benefits to the Pilates. 
we promised the listeners that you were going to have some exercises that they could do. So do you want to, uh, mm-hmm. you want to share those? Sure. I'm happy to share those. These are, these are from um, my DVD, and it, they have to do with the pelvis area and really hip areas. And, you know, it's one of uh, many, many people's kind of bad spots in their bodies that they just don't have enough flexibility in their hips. So we're going to do some things that help with hip function. Um, so not only will it help you with your riding, but it should help with your just general mobility in all facets of your life. So the first time we're going to do our knee sways, and they're really easy to do. You just lay on the floor with your knees bent and your legs are together. And whenever you're on the floor, if your neck is uncomfortable, you want to put a little pillow under your head. You don't want your, um, neck strain. And then just letting gravity work. You're going to let your legs fall to one side and then the other. You're not using a lot of force or muscle. You're just kind of swapping your knees back from one side to the other. And what this does, if you think about it, is that it helps loosen um, your lower back where it attaches to your torso. And it also uh, loosens up the leg in within the hip joint. Okay. Um, so that's the first one. Super easy. I can do that one. You, you can you do could. that one. Yeah. Anybody can do that one. And these are also, again, not Pilates based exercises. So you don't have to think about all the, the call rules and regulations of Pilates. This is just letting your body flow as it's, it's naturally able to flow. Okay. The second one, um, we're going to keep working on hip flexibility and hip mobility, and these are knee circles. So you're still going to be laying on the floor, um, but now you're going to have your ankles and your knees and hips in alignment. So they're going to be a little wider. They're not going to be pressed together. And again, if your head's hurting, you're going to put a little pillow under. You're going to lift one leg up, but it's going to be real floppy. You're going to hold onto the top of your knee with both of your hands. And then you're going to use your hand muscles, not your leg muscles, to move the head of your femur, the top of your thigh bone around in the hip socket. These are really tiny little motions. You're going to feel like you're moving your leg about a centimeter, tiny, tiny little motions, like you're trying to lubricate that, that joint up. And then you do it the other way. And then you put your hand down and your knee down, and then you do it with the other leg. You should do that for about a minute or two with each leg. So that one's really easy, too. Glenn, I think you can do that. It's really pretty doggone simple. Uh, so far, now, I, I, you're right. No excuses so far. No excuses. Okay, but we're going to add one that's oh, a little see, more this complicated. this is the one that's going to get me. Go ahead. This is going to be the one that's going to get you because it takes some coordination. That's what they do. They have you start with the easy stuff and then it gets hard. Every time. No, no, no. No, It doesn't. It doesn't get hard. All right. right. Trust me. I'm the laziest person there is. This doesn't take take muscle either. The thing that's a little hard is that it could possibly challenge your balance. So if you're not real balanced, I would probably stay close to something you can grab onto just in case. But I've really never had anyone crash and burn doing this. So you're going to stand up with your legs together and you squat down slightly 
and then you rest your hands on your thighs, okay? And then you start keeping your uh, knees bent. You start to make circles with your knees. Now, when you do this, because you're circling with your knees, you're going to feel your ankles get into the action, your hips get into the action, your upper body gets into the action. You're going to do that for 30 seconds one way and 30 seconds the other way. It's a beautiful, fluid, it's a Tai Chi-based exercise. It really loosens up all of the muscle, I'm sorry, not the muscles, all those two, but the joints in your legs. And if the joints in your legs aren't supple and fluid, the motion of the horse isn't going to be able to cascade up and down through your body correctly. So that's the third one. Really super simple, easy. Um, I could go on and on. <laughs> well, you do in the DVDs, <laughs> and that's what we want people to do is to head over to, uh, to find the DVDs. Where do they go? Uh, well, I'm actually having a special for all of your listeners. Okay. There, the DVDs are usually $25, but they're going to be $15. And to get this special DVD offer, you're going to go to my website, which is www.jennifercatillo.com slash hrn.html. And you spell Jennifer Catillo, J E N N I. S-E-R-K-O-T-Y-L-O, and again, it's .com slash H-R-N dot H-T-M-L. All right, good. And we'll put a link to that in our show notes as well. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, now I have no excuse. You have no excuses. Well, you know fun. what? If Helena can do it, I can do it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I, I hate it's, exercise, but I love Pilates. Well, you, you know go. what? If I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Hello, folks. Uncle Jimmy here, and welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy brand products, where funny names mean serious products. Featuring Uncle Jimmy Squeezy Buns, the squeezably soft hand treat that your horse will love, the award-winning Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls, Uncle Jimmy's Sugar-Free Ball, the incredible Licky Thing, also in Sugar-Free, the amazing Uncle Jimmy's Pecker Wrecker, and the Big Licky. The infamous Uncle Jimmy Hangin' Ball was first designed by me for my own horses to help reduce the bad habits which come from stall boredom. It now can be found around the world. This nutritious flavored filled boredom buster will help keep your horses occupied and happy around the clock. Properly hung, it will last for weeks, provided you don't let your horse pin it, and Uncle Jimmy knows who you are. The ball comes in four flavors, apple, carrot, peppermint, molasses, and now sugar-free. Once again, welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy's brand products, where funny names mean serious products, and satisfaction is 100%. Guaranteed. Well, coming up next, we have Helen Gregory, and I found her on Facebook. I saw a picture, and I'll put post it in the show notes. And I found her on uh, Facebook, and I read about her amazing standard bread JB, and I had to have her on to talk about the standard bread. Who now get this, Helena? Mm. So, so far, this standard bread has shown in hand both in English and Western equitation, hunters, pleasure 
jumpers, driving, dressage, both intro level and training level, barrel racing, relay racing, trail riding, western pleasure, bareback class, and on and on. It's wow. also an excellent trail horse, and she uses it for lessons. This <laughs> is an all-around horse, and you can't say this about many horses. I don't care what breed. So let's get uh, Helen on to find out all about her amazing standard bred JB. Well, Helen, I'm so excited to have you on the show today because uh, we, my wife and I have been fran- f- uh, fans of standard breads for years. She used to work at a very large standard bread operation. That's how she started her horse career, actually. Worked there for years. And uh, those were back, actually, Helen, in the Jughead days. We don't call them that anymore, but back back then they did. No, that's a bad word. Well, they're not so much anymore. I mean, 25, 30 years ago, they kind of were. But uh, in breeding, they've kind of changed that now, and now now they're just cute horses like the rest of them. Yeah. yeah, you know, I get comments like that all the time, too. Like, oh, he don't look like a standard bread, but none of them really do anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. What is a sta- What does a standard bread look like? They're pretty flexible in terms of their looks, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I like about them, too. They come in all, you know, sizes and all shapes and all colors. So that's so cool. Well, I'm going to put a picture in the show notes. And actually, this is the one I saw that caught my attention on Facebook, which had me get a hold of you. And that, oh. that was the picture from that last show, and Helena, you can probably see that in the show notes, where you have all the ribbons that he won in that show, and I, there's about, I don't know, 20 of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, this horse, as I said in the intro, does everything. You have yourself an amazing standard bread. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he is, he is pretty amazing, actually, and he's so versatile, and that's what I really like about the breed, too. That he has no limits. He'll, he'll do anything I ask of him. So. But that means you have to know how to do all this stuff, too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, he sort of raised the bar for you. Yeah. Yeah. I threw him in barrel racing and uh, pole bending at the Maryland show just for the heck of it because there was only one person entered. And he did that with flying colors. We actually ended up beating uh, the girl that uh, I entered against, and she's pretty good at it. She, you oh, know, I wrote an English tag too. She was pissed, I bet. Oh, you wrote an <laughs> English tag. You just rubbed it in. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, because I really am not a Western rider. So, but the horse loved it, and he, you know, he's he's just amazing. He does whatever I ask him to do. Well, how'd you come across? Was this a racing one that you yeah. rescued? How, how'd that happen? Um, JP, I got in 2008. Uh, I actually, previous to him, had another standard bread that I turned into a riding horse that I had since he was a yearling. So he passed away Christmas 2007, and I was devastated. And JB was actually offered to me by a good friend, and she knew how much work I'd put into the other horse I had, and, and she was getting older, so she offered me the horse and said, you can bring him to his real potential. And he was, I think, six at the time. And I knew the horse. I knew he was beautiful. I knew he already cantered and stuff. So, I mean, I gave it about two minutes of thought, and I said yes. So uh, I picked him up, and uh, then it's been good from, from that day. Now, one of the things I've tried... Uh, standard breads before. Um, in fact, a whole bunch of them. I went to the Standard Bread Retirement Foundation and had a fun day of sitting on a bunch of different standard breads. You just said you knew that he'd cantered before, and that that can be a little bit of an issue for standard breads. Tell us about why that's important. Uh, you know, I, I say they they can all canter. Uh, you know, they, since they were babies, they can all canter. But they've been trained and raised 
to not canter and not break. And obviously, they haven't used the muscle uh, very much either. But I I have only ran into a handful of all the hundreds of standard breds I've been crossing paths with that just could not canter. Uh, is it is it a good three beat canter or is it a four beat canter? There. There you have what separates them a little bit. Some of them actually do have a wonderful 3 beat canner right off the bat. But, you know, you can train them. You can work with it. So I, I don't see many limitations in the standard red ass of, you know, if they can't canner or not. I, I, I'm a firm believer that they can, all of them. One of the things that I think people don't realize about the standard bread, and yours obviously shows it, shows it by uh, winning everything at the shows, is that <laughs> they are so versatile and they're so, they're very quick learners. Yeah. Um, you know they're they they're kind of like the um, I don't I don't know what the analogy is, but they just are quick learners and they just pick things up so so easily. And yeah. I think if more people understood them, more people would have them. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm the vice president of the Standard Bird Special Horse Organization of New Jersey, and that's our mission is to educate the, the public about, you know, the versatility of the horse. And we do demos. We we arrange a big show every year that runs uh, once a year. And we have a website and stuff. So, I mean, we really try to push for it. And I don't know why why people are afraid sometimes to get a standard bread. Maybe it's the jog head thing and that's the thing that they don't think they can can or what's not. But I mean, my horse is a, he's a good example that they can. So well, he's going up to training level dressage. He has to be able to canter. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. That's a requirement. So what do you think it is? I mean, you hear the objections, you talk to people. What is it that, that what, what is their objection? Um, well, I, I'm surrounded with people that do love them, yeah. so I don't really hear that much objection. But um, I, I really don't know. I think I really don't know. No, it's. I mean, I for me, if they offered me a free thoroughbred or a free standard bread, I would take the standard bread any day. It's just me, though. I, I don't know. Well, temperament wise, they're they're like they're like two different animals, really. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You you can't make a thoroughbred do anything they don't want to, and with a standard bread, I mean, if they don't do it when you ask the first time, they're gonna do it the second time. Like I like to call the standard bread. They're like the blue collar workers of the equine breed. That's a, that's a good way to put it, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're I, simple, but they're true. They're honest. Yeah, they're so honest and they're so willing. They love to work. Um, so I think it's a perfect, uh, equestrian horse actually. Well, you know, there's a reason and it, you know, it's funny because I know a lot of people don't like the Amish, but there's a reason that the Amish get standard breads It's because yeah. they're trustworthy. They'll work yeah. for a very long time and they're yeah. easy keepers. Those three yeah. reasons are the reasons that they get standard breads. Absolutely. Yep. But that might also be why they have a little bad reputation. Like people just think they're good for pulling buggies. You know, they maybe they don't realize that they're good for so many other things. Right. Yeah. Mm. So. What is JB? I mean, JB does so much. What's, what's, what do you think is JB's really strong suit? What's the discipline that you're, you're going, he loves this one? <laughs> um, it's hard to say. Because I mean, he's besides so good eating, at everything he does. they're all good at yeah. eating. Yeah. That's yeah. A, he yeah. really likes eating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I do too. <laughs> I think it's just those, and like I've been to open driving shows where the judge has been like telling me that she has boots bumps, she wants to take him home, 
And I take him to dressage shows, and, and people say, oh, my God, this horse is amazing. He looks so trusty. I take him to jumper shows. He'll eat warm bloods and jump shows. I mean, granted, I don't jump more than three feet, but that's more my limitation than his, actually, because <laughs> I'm not really a school uh, jumper. But I don't know what he's best at. He also, you know, he shows Western, and he wins Western classes in over core horses. So I don't really know what his best thing. It's I everything. Think the, he's the best. The best thing about him is that he does everything. <laughs> he's a pentathlete. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. He's, he's uh, like I said, there's no limit. Like I threw barrels and games, and, and he did that with flying colors. So I don't. There's no limits for him, really. What um what would how is he to keep at home? Are there any? Does he have any quirks or things that he likes in uh, particular? Uh no, he's he's good to be around. He you know shifts clothes and everything. The only thing he has quirks about is he doesn't like his face touched. He doesn't like kisses or. Stuff like that, unless he wants it. So he's a little yeah. bit like a cat that way. Like, if it's okay you know, for him, it's okay. I think my that, horse uh, is like that too. Yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of a breed thing because we've known other standard breds that have been the same way. Yeah, they're not. I, they're I not know. really yeah. huggy, kissy types. Yeah, well, my yeah. Abby's that way too. So I don't think it's just standard breds. Yeah. No, you know what? He is a little bit head shy because he used to have warts in his ears, and I think it stems from that. Like he, uh, yeah, that, you know, going playing. up in that area. Yeah, and the other thing too that he has. A hard time with the blue tarps. Like, let's say if I go in a jumper class and they have a Liverpool, uh, it's not going to happen. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I tried to work with that, but he's not getting over it. So, you know, he's not perfect, but I don't think that 100% perfect horse exists. So that's his quirk, but I'll take it. Yeah, right. That's, that's right. all you got. <laughs> Sounds like an angel to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's only that, I'll take it. Because right. like, I'll take him trail riding and stuff all by myself. We can go out for hours, and we can run into other horses, and he's not herd bound at all. Like, we say hi, and then we keep going, and he doesn't care. He doesn't, you know, some horses, they can't leave the herd and stuff like that. He's not like that at all. So well, that's we, what I like about him, too. We also knew one that liked a beer. How about yours? Is he... Real big and no, 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 he's very nothing. picky. His favorite treat's carrots. Uh, he really doesn't care much for apples and like a little bit of cookies he'll he'll eat. But he's not the he's not big into trying new things now. Not the junk food type, huh? No, no, he's a pretty healthy guy. He likes to stick to his uh, normal treats. Well, very cool. This is so neat. I am so I'm so proud because it's so cool to see a standard bread doing that. As I said, my wife worked at a major standard bread operation in Pennsylvania for years, and she really grew which, to like them. Which uh, one was that? She um, was in Mechanicsburg, um, Pennsylvania, and uh, it's one of the biggest. And I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Oh, was it Hanover? Uh, I just can't remember. I can picture that's the okay. farm. We used to drive by. Yeah. The Max Hemp. That's right. Hemp. Oh, okay. Yep, that's right. So okay. there, there yeah. that's who it was. And he had an operation in Pennsylvania and New York, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I'm, so she, she spent was, a lot of yeah. times with those babies. Yeah, I work at a racetrack, too. I take the wind pictures at the Freehold Raceway here in New Jersey. And I'm, I'm so uh, damaged from having JB now that I, I walk back and forth to the winter circle to take the pictures. I see horses come out to warm up and like, ooh, I like that one. And, ooh, that one be be the look at that one. <laughs> you do the same thing all of us do at thoroughbred tracks too. So. Yeah, yeah. So. Now, 
there i we just had uh somebody on from australia who runs the standard bread adoption uh, organization down there in australia are are you guys involved in that at all and and uh, are we seeing are we seeing that more of them are being adopted out after they're done racing well i'm more for getting them right off the track like um before they need to be adopted or whatnot okay. um and our pleasure horse organization, we're really not involved with the adopting per okay. se. So I personally have helped, I would say, up to 40 people find standard reds. Oh, good. But, you know, I know a lot of trainers and owners, and they'll contact me and say, listen, I have this long, great horse with with um, great legs. And I, I was actually just talking to a girlfriend of mine. She lives up in Kentucky. I found her. He was actually a pacer, believe it or not, but he wouldn't pace. And the trainer gave up on him already as a two-year-old. She said, he will not pace. And he was big and beautiful. She said, can you find him home? So I got on the phone with my friend Laura because her um, show horse, Standard Bread, had gotten some age on her. And she was looking for something younger to start over with. And she ended up taking this horse. And, I mean, he's just doing fantastic. They, he is an amazing, amazing Standard Bread. And he doesn't. He doesn't have a jug head either. So. <laughs> Where can people? What's the website? Do you know it for your organization there in New Jersey? Uh, yeah, it's www.standardbreadpleasurehorse.org. Standard bread, standard bread, pleasure Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll put a link to that in our show notes and we do okay. appreciate you being on and uh, congratulations on having such a, a cool horse. And you're going to have to find something to do with all those ribbons. Cause uh, I know. You know you... Uh, there is a, I have an open Facebook page with like a bunch of pictures of him. Okay. If you want to link to that too. Yep. Um, if that... you look, if you look me up on Facebook, it's right. public. Yep. Okay, good. I have that, that too. So I'll link to that as yeah. well. All right, good. All right. And that has like all the disciplines he ever showed in, uh, in itself. Helene, thank you. Or Helen, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. We really appreciate it. And good luck with JB. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment Salve and Spray are 100% all-natural products. They are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Dr. Rose's are made with all human-grade ingredients and are safe and effective for treatment for all manner of cuts and scrapes on your horse. And Dr. Rose's is the must-have product here at the Horse Radio Network headquarters to keep PT Scooter's delicate white pasterns free from dew poisoning and scratches. Ask for Dr. Rose's at your local tax store or feed supplier or visit them online at drrosesremedies.com. That's drrosesremedies.com. This Hack and Habit segment is sponsored by Sparkle and Boom, specializing in equestrian websites. Visit us online at sparkleandboom.com. We know online design and we know horses. Sparkleandboom.com. Our product today is another one that we did recorded at Ada, and actually, uh, you and I did this one, I believe, uh, and it's a product you've been using for a long time, and it's called Sleek Easy, and we're going to find out what that is now. 
So we have Jennifer from my favorite new company. <laughs> it's called Sleek Easy, and they make uh, probably my favorite product at Ada ever found, ever, <laughs> ever, in the history of That's ever. That's saying a lot. We've been coming here for seven years. I like you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Sleek Easy is a grooming blade, and I actually was first introduced to it by uh, the woman who owns the co-op where I get my hay and shavings. And I was paying for my hay one day, and sitting on her, her desk was this thing, this wooden block, oval wooden block thing with a little sort of ridged blade on the end. And I was like, what's that? And she said, this is the best thing ever invented. Now, she has ponies, and it was about the time of shedding season, and she has cats. So I was like, well, your cat seems to like it. And she said, well, wait until you see what the ponies think of it. And we proceeded to groom her ponies with this thing, and I instantly became a fan. Tell us about this, this grooming product, how it came to be, and what its music is, because it's a musical miracle thing. Well, um, first of all, I have a background not only in journalism, but also in equine dentistry. And I, in my travels and stuff, I've seen similar types of stuff out there that were kind of handmade and I took it to the next step and I created a blade that is exclusive to my product. It's got a specific tooth pattern that is just highly effective and super gentle and I started using my prototypes and whatnot on the horses that I had been sedated while they went to sedation and it very much relaxed them. And it just works great. And I use it all the time myself. And it was just like, it was like my soulmate. <laughs> like we met at the door and it's like, well, I love you. And so it's gone from there and it's just done very well. I mean, I feel extremely blessed. It's, it's just, it works phenomenal. I'm a huge animal lover. So it's, it's, I've seen so many people bond with their animals using it. It's just been amazing. And it's two different sizes, right? You got a little one, like little handheld size, and then you kind of got the like the we actually the have whopper. three sizes. Yeah, three. Okay. Yeah, we do. We had the large one came out first, and it's and meant it's to about be used what? with How long? ten inches. Ten inches. Ten inches. It's meant yeah. to be used with two hands. Yep. It's nice because it can reach under the belly and over the top top line. And then we came up with the medium sized for, for dogs. Oh, we okay. actually had a different logo then too. We had a dog logo. Oh, and I then could use the this small on the Greyhound. She then I tried that big one on my cat. She loves being groomed. The oh, cats yeah. love it. <laughs> oh really? I never thought uh, our cat would we have a long haired cat. I'm not sure it'd work. It does. It it's does? Like, it's the bionic cat tongue. <laughs> I'm serious. It is. It's like a cat tongue. Cats love it. It really is. It's they, they do. It's very soothing. Very relaxing to them. Um They'll love you if you go, like, if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend who has a cat that hates you, <laughs> bring this along yeah. and just kind of groom them with it, and they'll be your best friend. Um, but it, it's a very simple design. There are not a lot of moving parts. It's a wooden block, and it has um, a very tiny serrated blood blade that fits right into it. Um, it fits comfortably in your hand, so if you are trying to get, so for example, I'm holding the small one. What is this, three inches? Two and a half. Two and a half inches. Mm-hmm. So this one is great for getting under the neck. Um, getting particular areas like under the belly. Actually on the horse legs and for bot eggs. For bot eggs. whatnot. I mean, the big one's kind of cumbersome between the legs. And why not? I mean, so this is good for big, you know, when you're right in the middle of, say, shedding season right. and you want get, to get it down and, and 
in big I like chunks. I two hands. It's just fast. Um, and then you have the mid-size one. The thing that I liked about that is it's just the right size for a woman's hand. That's our most popular size, I think. And then it's also kind of diverse because a lot of people use it to clean their saddle pads and their girths. And I carry one around in my car because I have dogs. And I use it to clean out the car. Oh, off the and carpet. The you never get the hair off the carpet in I'll the car. I'll tell you what. I don't even bother to vacuum if I don't have a sleek easy in the car. Yeah, because it doesn't sleek come easy. off anyway. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just like I scrape up the hair and vacuum it off. And just not just the hair, but, you know, dirt and fuzz and whatnot. It, it pulls the dirt up off the furniture, too. This, I like this I little one, though. <laughs> this one's scooter size. That's mine. Don't touch it. This is scooter size Don't right walk here. Away little one. I have a little 13-hand hackney pony. No, um, I tell you, the more I use it, the more I want to use it. I keep, I'm starting to say that now because the more you use it, the more you're going to start looking for it because it's just so handy for so many different things. Yeah. So it's good for dogs. It's good for cats. It's good for horses. And it's contoured to really fit the hand. <laughs> it so, is. Yeah. It's meant, it's yeah. curved like that because I wanted to mimic I wanted people to roll it in their hands like the... Like That's the, what I'm doing the, naturally here. Like a yep. pull action, yeah. which I think it's more... It's very natural to the animal. It feels like the only animal grooming itself. Yes. And it really... I just... It's, it's bizarre, but animals really love it. Who well, would have thought a journalist dentist would have come up with this? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'll tell you, the barn cats and the ponies loved it. And I said, okay. I really need to get my hand. I said, where did you get this? And she's like, oh, I was at some some show and... They, you know, they had it there, and I figured I would try it. She said, "I love it. I absolutely love it." And um, well, how much are they? Yeah. What's the retail price on these? Um, the larger, nineteen ninety five. Oh, medium right are fifteen ninety five, and the small are twelve ninety five. And they're going to last also, forever. We have a combo pack that's forty seven. Well, we we have instructions in there. It is a metal blade to put oil on it, and if it gets wet, to dry it off. Common sense. And if it seems, even if it does get a little bit of rust on it, it still works. But if you're concerned, you can take a wire, a fine wire toothbrush and just clean off between the teeth. Yeah. And these don't need sharpened, right? Do they? No. no. Okay. No, a lot they of people don't. think blades people, need they, sharpened. Yeah. yeah, I guess because of the blade part. Yeah. But yeah. They're really not sharp. It's not, not like sharp. your clippers where you have to get it sharpened every five no, seconds. No, yeah. no. And no. you're not doing anything with it. You shouldn't be doing anything with it where you're going to be dulling the blade, like, you know. Rubbing it on concrete. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Unless you're, well. But you have a tough horse. I mean, if my, little, if my little tooth gets banged up, it's still going to work. Yeah. I have a lot of teeth yeah. on there. So. Yeah, it's a very simple, effective problem right. Well, where can people solver. buy it? Where do they go? Well, we have a lot of different stores that are carrying it, and hopefully more and more. They can go directly to um, www.sleekeasy.com. And that's There's a list S-L-E-E-K. of our stores E-E-K. as well on there that Easy. carry it. Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, it's S-L-E-E-K-E-Z. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sleek Easy. Yeah, and we've, we're, we've got two U.K. distributors now. Oh, yeah, We have a lot of listeners there. How about Wonderful. Australia? Because we, our Australian people always feel left out. And New Zealand. We've yep. got a couple of stores in Australia that are carrying it, but oh, we need to get our boatload over there. Okay. Yep, yep. So, But All we're right. working on that. See, Australia, we're thinking about you. We love yeah, you. We love and New Zealand. Listeners. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, we have a lot of listeners in New Zealand. We have a lot of New Zealand. Hi, Ellie. So. Hi, Ellie. <laughs> um, so it's Sleek Easy Grooming Blade, and you can go to sleekeasy.com. And we'll also put links to uh, yep. to the website in Thank our you. show notes. Thank you, Jennifer. It's so nice to talk to you. So now you've been using it. Have you, have you tried it? I have tried it, and? and I love it. Yeah? Absolutely love it. Yep. We it's had, awesome. We had one of our listeners, ironically, email us, too, and say, you need to try this product, Sleek Easy, and I'm going to contact the company and tell them that they need to talk to you. And she did. <laughs> and the company reached out to us, and I said, we already did an interview. We're going to be yeah. posting it shortly. But, I mean, it was so ironic that that happened at the same time we did this on a product I had never heard of before. 
Yeah, we're already singing your praises. Yes. Now, they can only come in different sizes, like a small, medium, and a large. Uh, the mm. large is like 10 inches long. I guess that's used with two hands. Um, the the small one is very small, which I think would be good for cats. That's the one I have because I got a sample when we were um, at Ada. Okay. Um, the mid-sized one I think is about 10 inches. And then they have a – which you could use for dogs and horses if you want to. And then they have a bigger size one. No, no. The big one is 10 inches. Yeah. Sorry. I think that's the one for horses, right? That's the one for, for horses. Like and it's handed yeah, yeah, and that okay. works really well. Well, you could use it with one hand. It's actually very light. But um, that's one that makes a really good shedding blade because it covers a lot of um, area. Ah, okay. So if you had the smaller one, it would be good for, like, fetlocks and legs and Yep, that kind of and thing. you know what? I, I use it for, like, that grungy stuff on my horse's forehead. Would this be good for taking off bot eggs? Yep. Ah, okay. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Well, I got to get one now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> My pony's getting so hairy already. I, you know, are, has yours started to grow their winter hair? Mine have started to shed their summer hair. Yeah. So, yes, that means the winters, it's underneath there deep, but their their little summer hairs are flitting all about. My pony hasn't figured out yet that he lives in Florida and doesn't need to grow that. <laughs> he really needs to stop growing hair. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Beaker Beaker's kind of been here long enough that he doesn't grow as much hair anymore. But the pony hasn't figured that out yet, so I, I, he's got a he's sweating to death right now. <laughs> yeah. It's really hot. All right, well, thank you everybody for joining us. We appreciate it. Of course, you can find all the information about all the different shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com or get our app, iPhone or Android. Just search on the App Store for Horse Radio Network. It's free and it's easy to use. You can find Helena at. You can find me at sparkleandboom.com. You can send me an email at helena at sparkleandboom.com or just visit my website, you guessed it, sparkleandboom.com. And many <laughs> thanks to our sponsors, Easy Signs Online, and of course, our good friend, Uncle Jimmy. We appreciate him being on the show as well. That's it for this week, Helena. That is, but there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping. <laughs>